0: Hello, hi, what's up?
1: Hey, hello
0: What's going bonjour. on, Chuck? Bon, bonjour, uh, comment ça va?
1: I, I, I don't... Voulez-vous que moi? No Okay, cool <laughs> I,
0: uh, Insert a slapping sound effect I would never, <laughs> never Well, I shot kind my of, shot What kind of man do you take me for? <laughs> God
1: The thirsty kind
0: Yep uh, Speaking of which I, uh, I put out a little little feelers Uh-oh. on the internet Uh-oh. for uh, the thirstiest rap and R&B songs. <laughs> and the only two that I could think of were I'm Trying to Fuck by Ugly God yep. and I Love Your Girl by The Dream. Okay. And somebody chimed in with I Wanna Know by Joe. I don't know that one. I wanna know what turns you on. I wanna know. I can't the rhythm is all fucked up and off. Don't take my word for it. Just listen to it. It's actually a really good song, but okay. like it's very thirsty.
1: There's some thirsty ass songs out there that we just kinda we just kinda jam to and they don't you don't really think about it. And it's like, wow, this dude's really out here begging for it, huh?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh Ocknell's for free. Yeah. Yeah, that song's definitely thirsty. You can tell by the chorus. Would you fuck me for free? Yeah. Well, anyway, welcome to Real <laughs> Nerd Hours. Real uh, Thirst you, Hours out here. Yeah, Real Thirst Hours, your favorite Thirst of Life podcast. <laughs> uh, this week, we're talking about Monster Hunter and some drama. And a bunch of shit. Yeah. Uh, We've got a lot of topics for that ass today. Yeah. I hope you enjoy it. But if you can think of any thirsty songs, just hop on the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. Get in that questions and comments thread or comment on the show thread and we'll post your thirsty tracks. Yeah. I need to know. I want to know your thirsty songs. (laughs) I want to know.
1: It's a thirst for knowledge.
0: Yeah. This thirst for knowledge is unquenchable. Damn. You know what, Chet, What's before that? we get into this fucking episode, what you got? we need to do something. We do. Holy
1: shit, I'm, Chet. I'm, I'm decked out in my my anime trash swag, because I'm anime trash and I got swag.
0: Oh, congratulations. Yeah. You know what, Chet? We're 85 fucking episodes in, and this is our very first ad.
1: It is. We got is. We've gone 85 episodes without shilling for anybody but ourselves.
0: Yeah, and whatever company made that game that Nikki was working for. Oh, what, Lab Zero? Yeah, Lab Um, Zero. Yeah, Yeah, them. Them and Anime Trash Swag.
1: Yeah, but this one's official.
0: Write it down. Yeah, this is official.
1: Yeah, so Anime Trash Swag, they do apparel, they do stickers, they do a bunch of shit. They got a bunch of really cool stuff, and it's the only booth that I actually visit at cons with the intent to buy things because I actually like their stuff and everything else is just horrible figures.
0: ATS is a sick and street alternative apparel fashion brand, all lovingly and exclusively designed by these two nerds, Most Flogged and Tatto. The brand started with modded snapbacks and has since evolved to include embroidered hats, screen printed, and all over print apparel with original art, necklaces, chokers, bottoms, sweaters, art prints, handmade coats, Custom modded purses and a ton of other punked out goodies. Anime Trash Swag is primarily based in Southern California and attends many SoCal, Pacific, Northwestern, and Southwestern conventions throughout the year. Uh, Shout outs to them for lacing us with some gear. We appreciate y'all. Shit's dope. And uh, they're friends of the show.
1: Yeah. Seriously, go check out their catalog. Yeah, they've got some sick shit. shit.
0: They've got. They definitely have this uh, this Mega sixty four poster, this X Mega sixty four poster that they did. That's really fucking sick. Yeah. So check that shit out. Uh, thank you guys again for sponsoring the show and giving us some free stuff. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Anime Trash Swag. Gia. And you know what else, Chet? What else? Well, we've got an announcement. What's it? We're gonna do a very special episode one hundred.
1: Yeah, buddy.
0: We're going to be releasing a total of, I want to say, 35 cassette tapes with the very special episode on it, collector's item.
1: It's a limited release. These are going to be hand-signed by you boys.
0: We're going to get them. We're going to sign them. We're going to ship them out to you. Uh, And yeah, the pre-orders are going to probably go up around episode 95, somewhere around there and the it's going to be stuff you've never heard from us before we're going to be doing a lot of weird shit on these (laughs) tapes uh it's going to be about an hour and 10 minutes worth of shit Somewhere around there, mainly because like they're fucking tapes, so yeah, they have hey. limited space. <laughs> we're going uh, to do
1: so much here.
0: <laughs> you'll have access to them if you're on the Patreon. Uh, you'll get access to these episodes. But if you want like the collector shit, the, we're going to design some cool J cards for these. It's going to be a whole package. It's going to be a lot of fun, too. It's going to be literally something that we've never done on the show ever before. Yep. Um, think. Think radio. <laughs> That's the only hint I'm going to give you. Think radio. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, uh, the episodes, yes, will be available digitally if you buy the fucking tapes. I want you to buy the tapes because this is really going to be our first like handcrafted merch set yeah. that we're doing. Uh, we might do some pins depending on how long they take to get out to us. But I'm announcing this 15 weeks ahead of time just so you're aware. Yep, and I'm going to talk about it again in another 4 weeks and then 4 weeks from that and then 2 weeks after that and a week after that.
1: It makes sense. Don't look it up.
0: Yeah, don't don't at me about the math the math, the math is going to be something else. But I mean for you normally normie listeners out there that aren't on the Patreon, it's going to be it, this is the tape is going to contain the true episode 100. There's we're still going to release like episode 100a or <laughs> episode 100 beta or whatever and it's going to be basically the normal episode the tapes are probably going to be about like 15 bucks something like that i did a little bit of low key pricing and stuff and we're excited for you guys to listen to it we've been planning the show for the last 2 weeks now and we're getting ready to start recording it's a lot it's going to take a lot of work and we need like a lot of time to do it And it's going to be fucking sick. Yeah. I'm fucking stoked. Yeah. And also, it's going to be the last episode of RNH. Ha! Just kidding.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Made it to 100. Fuck (laughs) y'all. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's to commemorate our two-year anniversary. Yeah. Let us know what you'd like. If you want posters, we got you. If you want, we're doing the tapes one way or another.
1: Yeah. Also, this weekend, I'll be at Enemy California with Infinite Combo. We'll be playing on Saturday at around 330 So if you're going to be at Anime California, be sure to check it out. Support your boy. We'll also be outside busking after the concert's done. So come check it out. If you're attending
0: Anime California, be there. Yeah. Let's let's get into it. There's uh, Your boy Chet and I uh, happened to both get Monster Hunter World for PC this week. Yeah. And I played about four hours of it. I played about 5
1: maybe 6. Okay. I definitely would have played more but I got it for Nikki and I and I'm trying to not just run laps around Nikki cuz she's been real busy with like outside forces and you know actually has an ag- a real work schedule. So, um, you know, I don't I don't want to uh just leave her in the dust. I and mean, give her no one to play with. So, yeah.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Uh, a few people on the server got it. I know Coquenin has it. Yeah, I think Juice Campbell picked it up. Yep. Swervelo, I think, has it.
1: There's there's definitely a few people on there.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I look forward to playing with them. Yeah. Um, I played with the boys that we went out to Vegas with. Mm-hmm. And that shit is so frustrating. <laughs> it's... I want to say that I hate the game, although I don't necessarily hate the game. I I feel like I say that about every game I play, though. Yeah, more or less. I, I fucking hate this. I play Rocket League. That's probably... Civ and Rocket League are probably two of the games that I have the most hours in. Okay. And I'm constantly talking about how much I fucking hate those games whenever <laughs> I play them. And Civ, Civ is so fucking frustrating, dog. It's so frustrating. Especially like, if you're playing against somebody who's managed to, like get the perfect map for them yeah they let's say they they decided like oh we're gonna play uh small continents and i'm gonna play nebuchadnezzar and oh looks like i've got australia all to myself (laughs) and there are plenty of uh mats down here materials minerals whatever goods and i don't need to trade with anybody oh let me just roll over all your shit for the eternity of this game (laughs) or maybe even large continents large continents if you're by yourself you you're basically winning
1: yeah when you don't have to deal with other countries like en- encroaching upon you or you don't have to worry about doing that to other countries like if you're isolated you're you're good you have time yeah. to like you know no rush 20
0: you, you can just go against barbarians if you really want to i mean
1: yeah that's easy yeah, yeah. a lot easier than trying to take over rome
0: much easier yeah and then some you always get some asshole who plays nebuchadnezzar who's really like just gunning for science (laughs) and they get nukes before everybody and then they're just kind of like okay so my civil so my civilization is just completely fucking unhappy but i've got nukes now and i can just kill everybody in the game so it's america yeah okay cool exactly this is america Uh,
1: yeah, so uh, what weapon are you running in uh, Monster Hunter? Dual Blades. Dual Blades, okay. I think that's what Nikki wants to do. I don't remember.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> I like them because like, I can move relatively quickly when I'm attacking. The only issue that I have with Monster Hunter, and I have this issue with a lot of games, is that once you start a combo, it feels like it takes a little bit too long for the combo to end yeah. once you've done your inputs, yeah. rather than like ending on the input.
1: That... Because a lot of the weapons are sort of big swing weapons. I mean, it makes sense. You're fighting giant monsters, but the larger weapons have that problem pretty badly. Like I play great sword, and now I'm for world. I'm doing insect glaive, and yeah, sometimes you just press the button, and it's like, oh, did you press that six times? Because this combo's still going. Yeah, you can try and dodge roll out of this, but it's not going to work until the combo's done.
0: Yeah. It's a real bummer, and that's part of the reason why I picked Dual Blades, because I assumed that, like, if I were in the middle of a combo, because I had watched a lot of it beforehand, Mm -hmm. and uh, I I assumed that once you get done with a certain amount of the combo, it would just stop, but it still continues, and there's this one combo that I can't figure out how I keep doing, but, but essentially, like, it's... A few slashes, and then I turn into a wheel and roll away into the sky. <laughs> it's really fucking crazy. Okay. And it's it's useful. Any, uh, any dual
1: blade masters want to chime in and tell Denzel what's happening?
0: Yeah, let me know. Let me know. Yeah, I'm having a good time with it, though, but I fucking hate it. Yep. Uh, the boss that I got to was... Bareth, Baroth.
1: Oh, so you just got to the second area.
0: Yeah, yeah. That one was a pain in the ass to fight. Mainly because like the mud jizz that would get everywhere. And it was just kind of like, Man, I like I get what you're going for, but this is just not a good experience for me. (laughs) this sucks. i mean are
1: you are you doing it in a group or are you were you soloing that uh,
0: i soloed it most of the way okay it was around the time when i could first use sos flares okay so i did that somebody joined the fight maybe i don't know 20 minutes in and it took a half hour for us to beat it
1: <laughs> yeah it's it takes a while and i that's especially true when you're soloing and like certain weapons just don't do that much damage like Going from Greatsword to Insect Glaive, my numbers are a lot lower than I would expect. And then, like, I have a friend playing Hammer. He's doing, like, a hundred. I'm doing, like, seventeen. So, Uh, you know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and apparently, uh, I found this out from our boy clava, but essentially the sharpness of the weapon makes a big difference yeah. as well. Huge difference. And I have no green in the sharpness of my weapons. You got to upgrade your shit. Yeah, I did. I, no, up, uh, I got, <laughs> I went from the metal ones to bone. Uh-huh. And apparently bone just sucks ass. Okay. So the first, the first bone was fine. The second one or the first bone, I don't remember because I just went from right first right to second. It. Yeah. And, It's just all yellow, basically. There's no green on it at all. Okay. So I have to get a new weapon. I have to go find more ore somewhere. Yeah. And get the metal ones, because that's what I need. Or you just uh, get power leveled by someone who's, you know, like
1: 10 ranks above you, and they have all their shit, and there you go.
0: Well, (laughs) yeah. I would, uh, man, like, it kind of that kind of stuff would take away from the game yeah. for me because like not being good at the mechanics of the game is something that's that would bother me
1: yeah it I, I this game is and as a series in general it makes it really easy to power level someone but because there is no real like level grinding or anything it's just stuff i feel like doing that power leveling stuff really just kind of takes away from it because it it is more of a skill based game rather than something where you know you actually have a character level and you're just trying to get to the better content. No, you you're playing the meat of the game pretty much right from the get go. Yeah, the monsters get bigger and you have to, to grind a little bit more later, or you know, you have to be better at their mechanics, but you can do whatever it is you need to do right out the gates. And I like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So in theory, you could have the best gear after doing some research here and there.
1: Yeah, I mean, the bigger monsters still drop better stuff for better equipment, but it's the the moves you're going to be doing against a is the same thing as you're going to be doing against uh, the Puké Puké. You know, you just have to be better at it.
0: Okay, I for one. Especially hate the andrath,
1: and oh, yeah, the big T Rex guy,
0: yeah, yeah, that thing pisses me off. Uh, when we were going against the Puke Puke, yeah, whatever the fuck it's called, that thing would aggro, yeah, on us, it would and it would walk the same path constantly, yeah, because
1: the Puke Puke only goes in that circle, which is like pretty much the exact same route that the andrath takes,
0: yeah it's fucking annoying it's the
1: only way I've died in that in this game so far is like I'm fighting one guy and then another bigger monster comes out of nowhere and I'm fucked fuck yeah
0: it's not fun in those instances no because you have to spend time running away and then you have like a 50 minute time limit yeah and you're just getting fucked on time constantly (laughs) yeah
1: Because it takes so long. And, you
0: you know, when you're on those lower damage items or weapons. I just, uh, what I want to do is just min-max all that shit. But when you're in the lower level areas, you really can't. Yeah, you don't have many options. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, when when you hit, like, the third or fourth area, you can start, like, actually customizing your builds and, you know, saying, oh, I want to be more of an elemental build. I'm going to go blunt
0: damage. Whatever. Okay. Okay, and do you know what the damage scaling is on the in the game? Not in this one. Okay, I will. I was so curious because Klava and I did a bunch of shit, and I was like, "Why aren't we accomplishing shit against this? Like, why is it taking like six times as long for for me to kill this? Uh, what was it? Great Jaggy or yeah, Great ja- Jagger, Jag Jaggus, Jaggus, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, with two people in it, as it would for me to be solo, huh. and like it would make sense that like some of the stats are different yeah. for for things because you know you've got multiple people in there, right. but it really shouldn't. It legit shouldn't take twice as long for me to kill something. Yeah, no,
1: that's weird. It was much faster for me when I was doing three people as opposed to
0: going in alone. Holy fuck! What if it scales like? As soon as you hit more than one person. It could it just, just be doubles. multiplayer on or off. <laughs> yeah. That'd be really shitty, but it it wouldn't be wholly unexpected. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Do you... Isn't the Monster Hunter Hunter going to appear in some game? Uh, Fighting game?
1: There's Monster Hunter in uh, Marvel Infinite. Where you have the Rathalos armor. It's a girl hunter that uses... Great sword primarily but also has dual blades also has the heavy bow etc mm-hmm. etc cetera, et cetera.
0: i think i might switch to heavy bow
1: uh yeah you know none of my friends are doing any of the ranged
0: weapons are, is there more than one
1: uh i think gunlance might count as a ranged. i don't know oh, i've never the
0: mortar basically yeah i don't
1: play any of the ranged weapons and i also don't have any interest in them um there's just kind of not my style in any game so uh
0: yeah i don't know i feel like at least for me ranged weapons would probably be best yeah probably because it's either like i get in there and i attack a bunch really quickly i don't really care about low numbers the dps though has to be a little bit better than average Mm -hmm. like if if the hammer is getting like if the hammer is hitting for a hundred every five seconds or whatever, I want to be able to do like at least a hundred in five seconds as well. Sure. it It doesn't necessarily matter that I'm getting in more hits. I just like I prefer to be moving quickly. Either that or just ranged, because ranged you can it allows for more freedom of movement.
1: I feel like the ranged weapons would be harder to solo with, though. Yeah. Because they just are going to charge at you.
0: Can you change your equipment mid-thing, mid mid-match mid or whatever? Uh, I think you can
1: go into your item box in the like in the opening bit, like in the camps. But uh, not like when you're in the middle of combat. I don't think you can switch. Uh, that's kind of shitty. Yeah, but it would be also a little broken where it's like, oh, I'm just going to use Insect Glaive down this guy, switch to Hammer, and then just wail on him with the Hammer because that does more damage.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, you're right. So, <laughs> yeah. I would do it. Oh, nope. yeah. I mean, there's no reason not to. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I guess overall I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I'm I'm having fun with it. I I
1: enjoy Insect Glaive. Which by the way, I didn't I didn't clarify why I'm doing that weapon in particular. Is it because you like dragoons? It's because you've got air combos. Oh. You can you can launch yourself and just fucking like zip around in the fucking air. That's cool as hell. It's not even good DPS. It's actually among the worst DPS, but it looks cool and therefore I'm doing it.
0: Oh, well. Fair enough. And you get a beetle friend. Okay. This is a bonus. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering where that came from. Huh. Yep. But whatever. I just I now what's up next for me. Is when I play this weekend, I need to know what the Palico is good for. Like, it does good damage and it heals me. Yeah. But, like, I need to get better weapons, better equipment for it. Yeah. And I want it to be putting up fucking numbers. (laughs) Because the the dual blades are weenie. I don't like them.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think this game is meant to be played in a party of four. So that's probably how you should be doing it, which by the way, I was expecting it to be a little easier to do big parties because like the only other game I played in the Monster Hunter series is the one on the 3DS and it was real easy to just like, hey, I got a party of four, join my game, yada, yada. But like in Steam, you have to create an invite or people can just join your game, but It doesn't seem like people do that very often. And then you have to specifically go to the gathering hub. That just feels useless. Couldn't you just exist in the same realm? Like,
0: so I think that their party system is fucking stupid. Yeah, it's so dumb. I tried to join after the first session. I played four hours straight or something. Uh-huh. I tried to join like three or four different games and it just wouldn't let me. Yeah. It was giving me the 5038 MW1 error. Uh uh-huh. And I couldn't get into a match with anybody. I couldn't, nobody could join my shit. I couldn't join their shit. Great. And then I did a bunch of port forwarding and still couldn't join anybody's shit. Huh. And I was like, you know. It would be great if this just worked. This is one of the first games that I've purchased in a long time Yeah, at full price. <laughs> this I paid $64.64 or whatever the tax rate is for it. I don't know. It's an online good, so I don't know if there's tax. But we're in California, so there probably is. And this might be a little bit weird for me to say, but I think the Japanese game developers specifically have such a weird way of doing online shit
1: oh no that's very true like a lot of for whatever reason arc system works loves the lobby system for no fucking reason like blaze blue tag and um, Dragon Ball fighters both have this weird like lobby sort of thing instead of just choosing your Mode From a menu you can't just say like okay take me to practice no you have to go into the lobby then go to practice mode or into the lobby then to world match or whatever and that to me useless stupid why and they keep doing that and it's basically the same shit in monster hunter where you have the gathering hub like you can have 16 people in your session but only four people on a hunt so what's up with that and then If everybody has the same, like, town, why can't you just walk around in the town? Yeah. Like, like, what's up with that? Haven't MMOs existed for, like, 20 years now? Haven't we figured out, like, how to do servers on this stuff? Because it's not... I don't think you're hosting it.
0: No, I don't think so either.
1: So, what's the deal? And I I do think that is a Japanese thing. And part of that... I know stems from Japan has much better internet than the US and than a lot of the rest of the world in general. And I think things that work for them perfectly and super smoothly and it's like, yeah, why wouldn't anyone do this is sort of like their lens of privilege and like not understanding that yo, not everyone has your T1 connection, you know.
0: Yeah. It's weird that they've got better internet than Australia.
1: I don't know.
0: Uh, well, I guess Australia is a lot further from everything than they are.
1: Yeah, I know. Like some smaller countries, they get away with having much better internet because they can just replace everything much faster. Like Singapore, for example, was the first country to have nationwide Wi-Fi. There's nowhere in the country that does not have. Wi-Fi. Okay, and that's fucking badass. But it's because it's a small island nation that has a bunch of money that like they can do this.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You're not gonna be able to do that in fucking Kansas, because okay, you've got two hubs where people live, and then everywhere else is farmland. So yeah,
0: yeah. That's true.
1: Yep. So yeah, there's stuff like that. But I, I am enjoying Monster Hunter overall we'll see how I feel and check out the, the min maxing in about two months. We'll see where we go. Okay. Yeah. I just hope people stick with it. Cause that was, that was the thing with when I was playing on 3ds is that people just kind of got bored after a bit and then it sucks to hunt alone. So
0: I can envision myself getting bored with this to be completely honest with you. Oh yeah. And I, I
1: would imagine at least half of the people that I see on now won't be playing this in about a month. Yeah, but I'm just hoping that the other half sticks around.
0: The problem, the biggest problem that I have with this game is, uh, God, that bear fight really pissed me off, uh, <laughs> and the the kula 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 yaku.
1: Oh, the bird fight. thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: So the hit detection for the rock that it carries ah. around is. Fucking broken like I could be hitting it from the back and it'll I'll still deflect off the rock and uh, same with that like,
1: could be your sharpness it could just be hey this thing's too armored for you to like so it, it I think it rolls like a chance table thing where it's like okay if it's armor class is 10 and you're hitting for 12 it rolls within a range of like okay are you above that or are you below that and it may or may not deflect, whereas like the rock is like, yo, it's an armor class of 50. Good luck.
0: Something like that. That's so stupid. So the armor is applied to the thing as a whole rather than just the zone that the armor is in.
1: Uh, It's both. So there's like, it would be, see like the Baroth, where it's got a big-ass cranium. So its head would be at like, okay, armor class 20. Its body will be at and its tail will be at five so you hit its tail it does more you're more likely to get that damage through at the head you're less likely to get that damage through depending on your sharpness so if you were at blue sharpness you're still going to hit its head just fine but if you're at red sharpness even the tail might bounce off huh and that's why sharpness matters
0: that's okay that's interesting is that anywhere in the game I, uh, like, does that tell you that anywhere? Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. So chalk that up to shit game design. <laughs> that game sucks and I hate it and I'm just going to uninstall it and demand my money back. There you go. That's the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I spent a good, like for real, like 30 minutes trying to just connect to somebody's game. That's wild. Yeah.
1: I I haven't had issues like that. I just find the system of how they do it to be, let's say, inefficient, to put it nice.
0: Okay. Well, that's fair. Yep. Uh, I guess moving on, uh, I did watch a few movies recently. Oh. And for the fucking life of me... I had so much trouble remembering what two of them were, <laughs> to be completely honest with okay. you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I watched Dwayne the Rock Johnson Skyscraper. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I watched um, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh. And also saw Ant Man and Wasp. Ant Man and Wasp, let's start out with the positive. Okay, Ant Man and Wasp was like pretty fucking funny, man. Okay, it was it was delightful. Okay, uh, it was it was something that I wasn't necessarily prepared for, and f- f- it's been out for like a few weeks, hasn't it? I dare say at least six. <laughs> the theater that I went to was still packed. Really? Yeah, and huh. I, f- I hate going to crowded theaters, and it's the IMAX one that's in oh, Mesa. Sure. So I don't know how much foot traffic they normally get. For a movie that's like five or six weeks old or whatever, but it was fucking packed. Yeah, that's unexpected. Yeah, it could
1: be like that. Oh, it's the last weekend before school. Let's let's go do something.
0: Yeah, let's go movie hopping, sweetheart. Yeah, let's go watch Slender Man. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a good movie. Cool. I enjoyed that shit. As far as like superheroing shit goes, like I thought it was pretty fine. Like it wasn't necessarily my favorite superhero m- movie. It's not very, I mean, it is, but it's more of an action movie than it is a superhero movie. If oh, that makes okay. sense. Yeah. yeah no, I know. I get that. There was, a, there were a few points in the movie where they defeat some of the cliches of villains. Mm. And it was really, it was really quite nice. Actually. Okay. I was like, Oh, that's sweet. So, yeah, I'm going to spoil something. Go for uh, it. So at one point during the movie, the villain ghost is like, yo, this motherfucker's got a daughter. I'm going to kidnap that motherfucker and get him to help me. And there's a character in there. I don't know if it's ever revealed who it is or if he's in any of the trailers, but he was basically just like, Dog, if you kidnap that kid, I'm not going to help you anymore. And at that point I was like, Okay, so she's either gonna kill him or just kidnap the kid anyway, uh-huh. because that's how villains work. Yeah, but neither of those things happened, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh wow, well, way to subvert my expectations." Okay, this isn't my first time on this merry-go-round. Okay, I've seen it a lot. I've I've seen a lot of things. Yep, and you know what? You've just surprised me. Hey, good on you. All right, it was. A, I enjoyed it a lot. I, if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's fun. It's worth watching. The first one is pretty good. They do this these sequences with oh fuck, what's the actor's name? Can't remember his name. I think his name's Luis in the movie.
1: Yeah, I always I forget that actor's th- name.
0: Nick something. I want to say no. He played Nick in Shooter. He played. <laughs> 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 he was a dude named Nick in Shooter. Okay, but whatever uh that actor they do this thing where he's telling a story and it cuts the sequence of the story but he's voicing all the lines for all the characters yeah. in those cutaways and they bring it back in this movie uh-huh. and I was just like oh man you guys did it again how <laughs> lame but it wasn't during like a really pivotal part of the movie or sure. whatever and it was still it was still very funny but I it was upsetting that they went back to the same well But didn't tell, like, a different story with it. Oh, okay. Or, like, didn't try to punch it up in a different way. But on the plus side, they only did it once. Okay. And the movie takes place right before Infinity War. That makes sense. Or somewhere around there, something like that. And the whole, like, house arrest excuse that they used was so fucking stupid in (laughs) retrospect. After watching this movie, I was like... Man, you guys, you guys are full of shit. This is terrible. <laughs> the house arrest. Yeah. Ah, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. They just didn't want to call him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fucking assholes. But it, yeah, go watch it. Definitely enjoyed it. Cool. Skyscraper, on the other hand, was, yeah. talk about a fucking dumb movie. I mean, what, did you expect anything less? I expected more. Okay. I, I expected more from The Rock, and I <laughs> at some point I remembered that I saw Rampage as well, ah. and both Rampage and Skyscraper are bad movies. But they're it's really crazy because they're high budget bad movies, but they're not like good fun times. Oh, really? Yeah, they're just hard to watch. I'm not even sure how to explain this. Like <laughs> early early 90s, late 80s and even into the late 90s and early 2000s, like the action movies had a certain level of charm to them. Yeah. Like if you removed all the actors and you just left the setting and you switched out some of the components like or switched out some of the actors, mm-hmm. uh, there would still be some level of charm to the movie. Whereas with these movies with The Rock in them, there's no charm to the movie outside of Dwayne The Rock Johnson himself. Mm. He's like basically carrying the entire project. I can see that. There's nothing about the setting that's fun. There aren't redeemable characters, like side characters in the movie. Like A good example of like a good redeemable side character is a, one of the women from um, Die Hard with a Vengeance. She adds like texture to the world, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's the, I can't remember her name, but towards the beginning, when the bomb tech is in the office and he takes the paperclip and he mixes the ingredients of the bomb and he's like explaining how the bomb works, he's like, So you take this thing here and then he dips the the, the paperclip, paperclip into it. And then you take this thing here and he dips the paperclip in it. And he takes it out and he's like, Together, you don't really have a problem until and then he throws a paperclip and there's like kind of an explosion in the office and this lady's in the background screaming her fucking head off. She's like, <laughs> Randy, you fucking head. <laughs> It was and it was like it's like little things like that that are like sprinkled in the world or whatever, yeah. Like interactions that kind of add a level of not necessarily reality, but like just fun and charm to a movie, a more human element to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And these both of the Dwayne the Rock Johnson movies, Skyscraper and Rampage, are both missing those. Mm, I can definitely see really that. Really weird. It's. All that's there is like really, God, uh, really shitty kids uh, in Skyscraper, really terrible acting by the kids in Skyscraper, and a really dumb rote story in Skyscraper. And that movie was definitely made mostly for Chinese audiences Mm. because it takes place in Hong Kong and a good portion of the movie. Not like a ton of it, but a good amount of it is spoken in straight Mandarin. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. Like I don't really have a problem with it. Like in that, oh, it's made for China. Don't trust it. (laughs) The Chinese are putting fluoride in the water and turning the frogs gay, and nothing like that. It's (laughs) it's just kind of not for me. Sure you know because in in american movies they treat certain elements very differently than they did in this movie like for instance towards the beginning the rock is like i don't the police are chasing him for some reason mm. and it's not although i understand why it's happening it's not made entirely clear through the story like it doesn't express like that these people have a certain amount of power so they can make this happen or whatever uh at least up to that point uh-huh. which it kind of leaves more to be desired in that realm but what ends up happening is like two cops confront him on the street and they're like free stop D- don't don't run away or whatever they're yelling at him in Cantonese or Mandarin or, or whichever language they're speaking because I can't tell the difference between the two because I've never bothered to learn the difference um, between the
1: two. This is going to sound mildly racist, but Cantonese is the language that sounds more hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one that's you know more, more grating to our American ears. Okay. Uh, whereas Mandarin is slightly less so.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> so it's probably Mandarin. In the so, movie.
1: Okay. So basically, uh, one way to think of it is Kung Fu movies, generally Cantonese. Mm-hmm. So like, that's going to, it's the more tonal language. And a lot of those movies are in South China. And then like the more business Chinese
0: is Mandarin. Okay. So yeah. All right. So the cops stop them and in, a, in an American movie, they're not afraid to like beat the shit out of cops,, yeah. kill cops, do whatever. <laughs> but like he kind of like just I think gingerly pushes them over or something <laughs> like that and runs away. And it was like, uh, this is a little bit too much respect for the police in an action movie that I'm...
1: we were looking at some Canadian graffiti, obey the rules <laughs> little shit. Yeah, <laughs> all right.
0: It was, it was really strange, really strange. And this, yeah, man, it's, it's not a good movie. I don't, at, at, on the bright scale, I'll give it like one out of five Woof. brights. It's not good. And Rampage, maybe two out of five brights because I fell asleep during a good portion <laughs> of it. I fell asleep Could right in the middle of to. that motherfucker. Uh, so Jeez. I, I couldn't tell you what happened in Rampage all that well. Uh, nah, that
1: movie looked dumb as fuck too. It was
0: bad. It who was, the, who
1: asked for that movie?
0: No one did. <laughs> what they're looking for, as far as I can tell, because for some weird reason, the rock is just a money machine. Yeah. Across the world. Yeah. I follow him on Instagram. He's a very charming guy. Sure. I like him a lot. Yeah. I really like the guy. Uh not not to the point where I'd say, like, oh, I'd like to get a beer with him or something. I mean, but, I would. Uh, no, it's not, he's not that dope. I, <laughs> he's a dope dude. There are very few people in this world that I'd say, like, ah, you know, I'd like to go drink with that guy. He's there are very few got, people
1: I wouldn't want to drink with.
0: <laughs> it's. Uh, I feel you. I feel you.
1: Especially when they got money like that. They're paying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what if he makes you pay? that's that's how they stay rich they right, don't use yeah. their own money. everyone
1: else buys their shit yeah. honestly if the rock went with me to a brewery or a restaurant or whatever it's probably going to be on the house anyway because that's going to like if he posts on instagram like yo i'm at the hive then people are going to show up to the hive He's going to make them a bunch of money he's going to get bottle service whatever
0: yeah we're good what if they still charge them though <laughs> <laughs> some shit. That would suck. <laughs> like, oh, you're famous. You got money. You got to pay up. Oh, you're famous. You just brought us our fucking rent check for the next six years. Yeah. Well, you still got to pay money, Sorry, money.
1: Man. You just got to that's, that's Henny XO. That's expensive, man.
0: <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't think I value like celebrity company all that much yeah yeah it's he He doesn't seem like um the most interesting guy like i don't know that he'll have stories that i'm willing to listen to you know what i mean like if he releases a memoir it's it's gonna be about how he wrestled and played football yeah
1: actually i've i've listened to a few interviews with him and stuff and like him talking about his life and growing up and how he got into wrestling, et cetera, et cetera. It's all just real wholesome. Just kind of, it's it's nice, but I wouldn't say it's the most interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of feel that.
0: Yeah, like it's. I mean, I don't want to beat a dead horse or anything, but. Anthony Bourdain was, like, definitely one dude that I was like, he's probably got some real fucking crazy stories. Yeah, he definitely has some fucking tales. I want to hear those stories. And, like, outside of that, there's not really anybody. Like, maybe Action Bronson. Action Bronson would be cool. Yeah, maybe him. He might have some fucking (laughs) wild-ass stories. (laughs) While I would love to...
1: Meet Action Bronson. I also feel like meeting him would go terribly because he'd be stoned out of his mind and just talking about really weird shit that's hard to keep up with.
0: Yeah, it's a possibility. I so. listened to his interview on Joe Rogan's podcast, and it was pretty much what you would expect. Okay. Uh, Joe Rogan is known for smoking a lot of weed. Yep. Action Bronson smokes way more weed than Joe Rogan. Yeah, that's, that's no doubt. He, he outsmoked Joe. Uh, he went through like four or five joints during the interview or blunts. I don't know which one they were, but Joe tapped out. He was like, Oh no, I'm so I can't do it anymore. I was like Well, he must smoke a fucking lot.
1: Yeah. That's I, I can't I cannot
0: smoke that much weed. Chain smoke the blunt, put yeah. it in my butt. Yeah, well anyway, Rampage and Skyscraper were fucking trash. Yep don't watch them there it's it's really hard to explain man no i, I know what you mean like oh, it
1: feels as though a lot of action movies have lost that heart. they lost that heart that yeah. made them you know so charming back in the 90s where you had what was that one where it's a bunch of people skydiving for no reason drop zone drop zone like was, that was stupid yeah. but it, like it was fun because it's like that we're all skydiving for no fucking reason or like Demolition Man, you know, that, that movie has plenty of charm. It's got a lot of personality to it. A lot of those action movies back then, they have that that sort of charm to it. We're like RoboCop, Judge Dredd, whatever. They're bad a lot of times, but they're still fun. Yeah. Whereas bad action movies now, it's so serious and it's just like, okay, let's see how many explosions we can put into one thing. Or like, you know, this is the vehicle for this person's career. You know, it, I don't know. It doesn't have the same level of soul that it used to, and I can't really put my finger on it, like why that is necessarily. But I think they're just taking themselves too seriously.
0: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. They replace all the personality in the movies with fucking explosions. Yeah. <laughs> God, and Jurassic World. I'll keep this one short. Uh, three out of five brights. Okay. Maybe maybe three and a half brights out of five
1: i heard it described as a saturday morning cartoon
0: accurate (laughs) it's it's a wild fucking movie it's wild i enjoyed it but it wasn't like it didn't blow my dick back or anything like that um it it kind of just was like whatever I enjoyed it though. It was better than it. It was like a nice, refreshing palate cleanser after having to watch fucking what skyscraper. Skyscraper, Yeah, it was. God, that movie sucked.
1: (laughs) I I expected nothing else. Like, oh man, I I just I haven't seen Jurassic World yet, and I honestly might not in general. But when I saw that first trailer where it's just focusing on them getting the dinosaurs off the island, I'm like, wow, this looks very serious, but also kind of boring. Like, it doesn't really matter. And then the second trailer shows, like, okay, we're going full on Pokemon. We got to take out Team
0: Rocket. I'm like, okay, this looks pretty fucking stupid and i'm on board see the second half of the movie i thought was way better than the first half when they get back to shore and they're at the estate like that shit is way cooler than the first half it seems
1: much more interesting and it's also kind of just jurassic park 2 again
0: yeah yeah but with more guns yeah yeah okay well And that's how everything moves in cycles. There's this really dumb theory that red letter media brought up a long Uh time ago in reference to Star Wars. Uh And it was like this big fucking circle. And oh God, I wish I could remember what it was. I'll come back next week and talk about it because it's really fucking stupid. (laughs) And that's how I feel about these Jurassic Park movies and the Jurassic World movies. Except... Outside of the first Jurassic Park, all of them suck. Yeah, that's isn't that general consensus now? It's like, wow, they really just should have stopped making these, huh? Oh, let me let me clarify. Uh, I shouldn't have said except. I should have said including. Oh. Because all the Star Wars movies are bad. Oh, don't at right. me. I don't like any of them. Damn. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to do uh, Oh, Solo was the best one. Fuck off. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> take it take that i can't co-sign that and smoke it
1: well i'll leave you out that that's that's your own demon to battle with
0: yeah fucking get at me yeah
1: all right well uh in other recent news there's been discussions on fgc twitter in the last week talking about money matches versus casuals and Basically, I don't even know what brought this up, but Chris Tatarian, who is well known for his horrible takes. <laughs> just, oh, he just he, he I haven't heard him say anything intelligent in a while. Uh, just to give some background, Chris Tatarian is a Southern California player. He is sponsored by the same team that sponsors Daigo. So Cygames Games BST. Um, he plays Ken. And won't shut up about how bad Ken is, despite Ken being strictly better than Ryu.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So yeah, he, he needs to shut up for at least six months.
0: So okay. let me let me ask this about the Ken Ryu dichotomy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ken is faster, but he hits for less damage, right? Uh,
1: that's like that's basically the idea, but. In Street Fighter V, it's more like Ken's more combo heavy. So he can actually put out more damage than Ryu unless Ryu does something really optimal. But his fireball game isn't as good. He does less stun. He's like the more aggressive version, whereas Ryu is the more defensive version. Uh, Except Ryu's probably like bottom five right now. And Ken is... Pretty solid mid, and then Akuma's just like top five. So, why would you play any other Shoto? I don't know.
0: Okay, but yeah, okay.
1: So, uh, Chris T has oh god, he, <laughs> he's been on record saying stuff like women who wear makeup only do so because they're insecure, which is why Asian women are the best women. I don't even know what he is, I think he's like Armenian or something. Uh, which is why Asian women are the best women because Asian women don't wear makeup and therefore are not insecure. Yeah, that was a fucking trip.
0: Uh, that's 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 a take hotter than like anything that I've ever said in my no, fucking it's life. It's some
1: wild shit. And the worst part is, there's men and women out here agreeing with him. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Why would you say this and why would you let him anybody else get away? But that's besides the point that that was a while ago, Mm -hmm. but this week he said something to the effect of money matches have always taken precedence over casuals, which is in reference to at tournaments, there'll be casual setups where, you know, there's just a game and you can play that game and winner stays on next person gets up kind of arcade style. And every once in a while, you'll have, hey, we're going to do a first to five for 20 bucks. We need to use this station. Get the fuck up. And there's no real rules on that. You can say, fuck off. Or you can say, get in line. And if you can beat me, then I'll get off. And then if your boy waits his turn, then you can do your money match then, which would be be fine for probably everyone. Uh, But some people say, Hey, you know, there's money involved. We need a station. You know, this is we're top players, you know, whatever. And uh, yeah, I've never really had any issues for getting up for money matches, but that's only because the only time it's been relevant was when I was brand new to the stuff. And I just wanted to watch, like, I just wanted to see the money match. I didn't really care so much about playing against these guys. I just wanted to see what they could do. Now, I would probably tell them, like, yo, you got to beat me for that. I'll money match you, so you can money match that guy. But you got to wait in line, you know.
0: Okay. Okay. So, this sparked a
1: pretty big debate on on FGC Twitter. Like, what's, what's the proper etiquette for this? And then things got worse once Smash got involved. Because <laughs> Smash... The Smash community really worships their quote unquote gods, especially in Melee, because no one can touch like the top five players because they've been the top five players for like seven years and no one fucks with them except for like Plop or Wizrobe or S2J. But even then, OK, the top eight players are still the top eight. and No one else is fucking them. So what ends up happening is that the people that are still obsessed with melee worship those top players because they're at such a disadvantage in skill and uh that makes top players say, "Oh, well I need my personal warm-up station. I can't play with you scrubs because I am a top player and therefore I need to have my setup. So then, once Smash Twitter got involved, they're like, oh, 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 fuck money matches. We need top player casual stations.
0: Nah, fuck out of here. Bring your own shit. Yep. Th- that's so stupid. Yeah. It's a. There's. A, I'm not embedded in the FGC like you are, mm-hmm. but even the sound of that to me sounds fucking dumb. Yeah. It yeah (laughs) okay so oh hold on let me bow down and fucking give you a handy too, dog like you want to just here's all my money we don't even have to play for the money you can just take it have my money just take everything you you know what everybody get out of the room let let this person play in privacy because they need their own station they (laughs) they need you to clear the station
1: there that is actually standard practice now for smash specific tournaments and I, I I definitely want to say this is more Melee than Smash 4, though Smash 4 is also dead. Shoutouts to Bayonetta.
0: But, uh,
1: where they'll have like not even just private setups, they'll have a private area where like you must be this good to enter.
0: And see, that's not that bad to me. If you're if you've got a zone cordoned off for like top players, that's completely fine. Mm. But when you're disrupting everybody else.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's like, okay, fuck off. This is like a public space. It's like if you were to go shopping and a celebrity comes in and they clear out the store for the celebrity. Yeah. It's it, it would be like that right, if it's right. if it's a public spot. Right. As like,
1: opposed to like, you know, the celebrity has their own back entrance, and they're not fucking with anybody else. Yeah,
0: okay, I get what or, you're saying. Or even if they come in before hours or after hours, oh sure, yeah. Like it, it doesn't impact anybody but the people working there. Mm-hmm. Like if if it's affecting me as a casual player, I'm gonna tell them to suck a dick, <laughs> suck a fucking fat old dick. And then what would happen is like, oh god, I could envision how this would go. Like, let's say that happens, right? Like. Oh, I tell this fucking celebrity player to suck a dick because I'm still playing. And then the people in line just get out of line and let him play next. So he beats me just so he could have the station to himself. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, it's probably how it would go down. Yeah. Just like, you know, if it's fucking Hungry Box, he'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Who wants to see me play this guy and then be like oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah then it's a fucking thing yeah and then of course that'll blow up on twitter because yeah people have i mean more.
0: like because people are fucking retarded <laughs> oh god i i've been trying not to say it i know i've been <laughs> i've been working on not saying it but people are fucking stupid yeah so it it's it's a matter of like i don't think being of a certain quality at something grants you any extra privileges at anything in life to be completely honest. So just because I'm really good at basketball, let's say I'm like fucking LeBron James. If I walk into a gym just because I'm LeBron James doesn't mean I can say clear the fucking court.
1: Yeah. But what's, what sucks is like the culture of celebrity worship in general, it allows for that behavior yeah, you know the the people are the ones that enable this. It's not as though this came out of nowhere. It's you know when you have Elvis on stage and people are fucking fainting. You know that level of of celebrity worship, you can do shit like that, and no one's going to question it. And people would would gladly clear the court just because you you graced their their
0: presence. You know? Yeah. Yeah
1: and actually this whole discussion brought up some some old arguments cuz there was a, i think it was richard lewis fuck that guy forever <laughs> uh,
0: richard lewis is such a scumbag <laughs> and he's so fucking stupid uh, yeah yeah him and thorin oh Both my god those oh guys god. are so stupid
1: <sighs> we're not we're going to talk god about that later damn. but hey, richard lewis coming from a more esports background cuz FGC and esports do still find themselves at odds. He comes from a more esports background where it only celebrates the top top players whereas FGC everything is open tournament except for a few invitationals. He was pushing for FGC stuff to be more invitational, more, you know, top player only kind of
0: stuff. And People weren't having it. Um, That's because he's a fucking idiot. Where the fuck does he think the prize pool money comes from? Oh, yeah. But, he, but his
1: argument is that if they could guarantee that sponsored players would get more screen time, sponsor would, sponsors would value them more. That's and That's
0: not even a guarantee, though.
1: Exactly. Like, I see the logic. I see the train of logic here, but it's not guaranteed, and... And you're like, putting the cart before the horse here
0: yeah you, there's no like th- th- it's not guaranteed in multiple ways right like it's not guaranteed that a it'll work to get more sponsors interested in doing invitational only sponsoring and b like how much more money do you think they'll get right, right. <laughs> like if the if the prize pool let's say with all the entrants is 2500 like who's to say that it's not just going to go up to 3500 and like that's not that big of a change. I mean like percentage-wise, yes, it's a bigger change, but like in total, it's not well, yeah. that Plus,
1: much. And it would be if that's all sponsor money, then the sponsors are paying more and their players aren't getting that much more out of it whereas, you know, right now, the majority of prize pools come from player entrance
0: exposure in the fgc like on stream isn't that good it's not worth that much no and exposure in something like um in something like agdq or sgdq like any of the games done quick things where people are being exposed to your personality and can like get kind of a taste of who you are in whatever allotted amount of time you have, those things are more valuable than you sitting silently staring dead-eyed at a fucking monitor playing a fighting game. Yeah,
1: and I, I also want to know what his idea was for, like, how do we find new players? Because you got people like Super Noon or Hook Gang God who have been pretty good but really got their their claim to fame with Dragon Ball Fighters through tournaments like there is no online scene for fighting games it's not as though it's not like dota where every game is played online and you have a very competitive leaderboard and you can just pick you know top 100 players most of them are going to be sponsored because they're the top 100 players and it's only played on this platform but number one online for a while for dragon ball was leffen and while he is very good he only got 33rd at evo like He lost to probably some unsponsored players. Yeah. So you can't just have, you can't just pick and choose all of your players all the time. Yeah, we can have invitationals like the Summit of Power, like Capcom Pro Tour, stuff like that. But the majority of things still have to come through these open brackets where you have something like prototype beating punk in pools. That would have never happened in an invitational tournament.
0: No, never. I don't value invitationals as much as open tournaments either because it just brings down the pool of competition. Yeah. There isn't much more that's positive about invitation only versus open bracket.
1: Yeah, and I I don't know what game Richard Lewis mostly is known for.
0: Who the fuck? Knows? He's known for being a huge piece of shit. That,
1: that's literally the only thing I know <laughs> is that everyone hates him. And then I looked into him and I'm like, oh yeah, this guy sucks. But um since Dota's my other esports background, I'm just going to focus on that. Where like, you have teams that it's multiple players, each playing multiple heroes. And it's okay if you see the same teams all the time. Because, okay, yeah, Arteezy may be better with Clink's and Spectre, but he still has, you know, 30 other characters he can play. But if you're doing Street Fighter, Tokido's only going to be playing Akuma. You're going to be seeing that same Akuma every time if you're doing only Invitationals.
0: Yeah, and then you're going to see the same fucking combos all the time.
1: Yeah, like, it doesn't have the level of variety as a 5v5 game with 100 characters. It just doesn't, and I mean... There's still, of course, excitement for spectators in in that, but a lot of that actually comes from seeing different players.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Getting getting a handle on what things are common, what things aren't. By the time uh, Evo ended, I had seen so much of Dragon Ball Z, like I could call combos. Yeah you you could tell what people are going to do from what moves and there's not that much variety right i, mean, I couldn't <laughs> imagine that if it was invitation only there would be much more variety there would in fact be much less there would
1: be much less variety it's largely because at least in dragon ball where the tier list is so settled like you're going to see the same characters all the time and they're going to be doing the same stuff because it's optimal so it's just better than doing other things. So it's like, why would you do anything else?
0: Yeah. Yeah. R- Richard Lewis is a fucking idiot. He is a
1: moron and suck a dick. So another recent news, everyone's favorite cosplayer, Momo-kun, uh, hopped, on, hopped on Camversity,
0: I think it is. Uh, Not it's, even one that people have heard of.
1: Yeah, I had never heard of it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's a webcam site and she said she would be doing you know non-nude sexy content and uh yeah it went terribly she still she still made a decent amount of money she still had a bunch of views uh but yeah it showed to some people how terrible of a person she is like there were some people that still weren't convinced for some reason and then they saw the cam show and were like wow fuck her
0: what in what would convince them like in the cam show that wouldn't have in real life.
1: So part of it was she spent a good amount of the show just shitting on sex workers, despite being on a fucking webcam and like being on Patreon for sexy content. Like (laughs) there's no sense of irony here. No sense whatsoever. Well, (laughs) uh, and then she, I don't, she really felt like she was above doing this, but was still out here doing it. Cause like she, uh, she put in a bunch of tags on her show. It was like lesbian, foot fetish, uh, dom, mm. mommy fetish, mm. pregnancy, I think. No, I think that was just part of the mommy fetish. Um, but yeah, she was saying a lot of really weird shit and then also contradicted like all of her tags. Cause like she put in the foot fetish tag, never showed her feet. She put in the lesbian tag. I don't think there's any evidence of that. And she said nothing to that point and was talking about dicks a whole lot.
0: Well, I mean, I guess if going hard on yourself, uh, doesn't make you gay, then (laughs) rubbing one out doesn't, doesn't make you a lesbian.
1: I'm gay for myself. Yeah, me too. Fuck myself all the
0: time. Yep. Same.
1: But yeah, like and then when people would ask her stuff like regarding her tags. So like she has the mommy tag and then someone donates asking about or or even the lesbian tag. Someone donates asking about her lesbian experiences. She blocks them (sighs) like just doesn't. (laughs) doesn't let any of that shit through just like this is this is the platform you're on this is like your job now and this is what i was saying about like why she won't have a career because she has fans and she has drive she has hustle but she's an idiot
0: yeah i didn't think it would be (laughs) possible for somebody to sustain a career for so long being so fucking stupid
1: I think, I don't really know how she like got her claim to fame. I don't know like what, what put her on in the first place. But once she kind of got her momentum, people were afraid to to go against her.
0: Yeah, and, because she was a piece of shit. Right. And, and still
1: is. Oh, yeah. But she was also super cutthroat. So she would just latch on to whoever she thought she could and then just like leech their fame, use them to, to boost herself, and then just kick them to the side once she surpassed them Uh 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 uh-huh and for some reason that worked for a while and i guess just due to name recognition people were willing to give her a shot and yeah now that no one's willing to co-sign her that's she's just gonna
0: well (laughs) she'll she'll maintain to some degree she'll she'll get it figured out at some point. I, I I think she'll be
1: okay financially for a while, but it's just going to be a steady decline until nobody cares about her except for her anti-fans.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, I'd be willing to bet if she doesn't have like a manager currently, then she should have had one for a very long I d- time.
1: I don't think she does. Cause oh, okay. I feel like an, a manager would have stopped like so much of her bad behavior.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, a manager will do lots for you if you're a fucking content creator just by virtue of, like, telling you not to say something fucking dumb. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, maybe maybe don't disparage sex workers while you're doing sex work on a sc- stream. Yeah, you or, know, just you know, a thought. As a profession.
1: Just a thought. Hey, maybe you should reconsider some of the tags that you're putting on this because, yeah, you can get clicks. But if you're not willing to do that, you're not getting those clicks again.
0: Yes. Yeah and people will flock to your stream solely because you're popular right and if you're that popular people come flooding the fuck in and they see you're not doing what they want they'll just leave and they'll never come back
1: yeah and they had to the site had to block commenting on her photos or like on her page or whatever because it was all just like yo fuck momo coon Oh. Not um, a surprise. Yeah, no, it's not. No shock at all. Mm. So yeah, that went well for her.
0: Congratulations, Momoko. Yep. Uh, I hope your sex work adventures are prosperous from now until <laughs> the future, and may your firstborn be a healthy one. <laughs> She's a, she might actually. Uh, this is an option for women, and this isn't an, an option for men. But she might just luck out and marry some like super wealthy dude. It's possible, but I mean, I feel like if he's like 50,
1: 60. Oh yeah. I guess someone who's older and doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. That's possible. But she doesn't really fit the, uh, the sugar daddy. Dude.
0: Everybody fits that. Everybody. Yeah. I you, suppose like, there's something you, for everyone. You, me, yeah. everybody. There's something for everyone. Yeah. If I'm, I would not turn down a life being paid for in order to fuck some old lady. <laughs> like that are you fucking she'll buy my car pay for my apartment buy me nice things i'm I, not gonna say no to that
1: i i definitely considered you know working out a lot and becoming a pool boy during college you should have i should have
0: yeah would have worked
1: it i definitely would like it, i'll put on a just fake real ambiguous like, sort of latino accent where it's like you don't really know where i'm from and it's it's a little gay but it's like you, you have know. to do it a little deeper
0: no no i'm going to
1: i was i was a last skinner when i was when i was oh. in college so i had it's more of that kind of the twinkie thing oh <laughs> but okay. still out here laying pipe on the broads
0: yeah yeah that's what they want <laughs> that's what they want all that she wants here's another baby she's gone, gone tomorrow, tomorrow. Well, Mumwakoon, if you're listening to this, because I'm sure somebody's cut it out and sent it to you, uh 281-330-8004, give me a call. Uh, again, if somebody named Mike answers, just ask for Denzel. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Let's get
1: into some questions.
0: Let's get into the questions from the subreddit. Reddit.com slash R slash real nerd hours.
1: All right. Our first question this week comes from Fuck Police Officers. He asks what do you collect? Everybody's got a thing, man. I collect them bodies, yo. F- about here, just, just collecting, collecting bitches, collecting niggas I fucked up in Marvel, collecting heads. <laughs> I only collect
0: checks. Ah, I run the money. Collecting these Benjis, son. Yeah, yeah. Stack them, stack them, stack them. Didn't we have a question similar to this last week? Pretty much this
1: exact question last oh. week.
0: Alright, yeah, yo-yos and sneakers.
1: Yeah, Uh, watches, sunglasses, that's about it. Video games, I guess. Samurai Jack the Face Ripper asks, If Professor X can move things with his mind, then why not his legs? He also asks, Are you guys going to hit a Crunchyroll Expo this year? I guess it's in San Jose, from what I read. And uh, don't forget to pull one out for my boy Luigi, who got straight murdered in the Smash Bros. trailer.
0: Rip Luigi, we're pouring one out for you, even though I never liked you, dumbass.
1: Well, I mean, the following characters are canonically dead now, according to Smash. Mario, Luigi, Mega Man, uh, and King Dedede, and everyone on Donkey Kong Island.
0: Good. They all just
1: got murked in trailers. Good. We don't need them. Yep, they're all dead. I I feel like I'm missing one, but whatever, they're all dead. As for Crunchyroll Expo, probably not yeah that's that's kind of far and i this is the first time i've ever heard of it it happened last year concurrently with mag west
0: oh you know what you know what that was the the show that had digibro on a panel right yes Uh, digibro and somebody else was on a panel and they were like arguing about anime or something like that probably about lollies. Oh geez, yeah, there there are some dark spots in in anime that should be ignored by all. Just just don't look that way. In yeah, be alright. yeah, it's like that picture of fucking Simba and whatever his dad's name <laughs> is Mufasa. Mufasa, overlooking their kingdom, <laughs> and that dark area over there is where all those weird dudes talk about lowly porn, yeah. <sighs> and we don't go over there. We know,
1: Yeah, we just we just. We don't go into that shadowy place. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So probably not for Crunchyroll Expo, unless you know they want to pay for travel up there.
0: Yeah, dog. Crunchyroll hit us up. We'll be down to do whatever. We'll do a panel. We're very cynical. I'm very cynical. Uh, Chet is less cynical <laughs> than me. <So. laughs> we can we can have a good time. Yeah. We've seen anime before. I've probably seen more anime. Correction. I've probably seen more good anime <laughs> than most of your staff. I bet your staff out there is watching Uma Masume and being like, oh, this story is great. God. Fucking cowards. No fucking taste. Crunchyroll, bring us in. Bring us in as the ringers. Yeah, we'll host on. a panel. We'll host a shit. You need, a, you need a urban appeal. Okay. And I mean urban in the same way that white people say urban. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know the exact kind of urban we're
0: talking yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> the one with black people. <laughs> we're, we're black dudes. You need that. Crunchyroll Expo. Get, some, get at us. And get some
1: color in your panels. Yeah. And uh, on the Professor X front, Professor X is a telepath, not a telekinetic. It's two different things oh i didn't know that yeah he cannot move things with his mind he can read minds he can inject thoughts etc etc but uh yep cannot move shit gene gray however can do both depending on what point in her power level she is nice yep next question comes from juice campbell yes have either of you ever cared about achievements and trophies on any gaming platforms what are some of your favorite achievements in video games
0: no, I've never cared about them.
1: Yeah, man. I There were too much to deal with. And by the time achievements really became a common thing, I was l- more split between console gaming and PC gaming. So I just...
0: Steam achievements have never meant shit. No,
1: Steam achievements don't mean shit. And then consoles, I just didn't play enough to really care.
0: yeah. I liked the Xbox system, though, where it was a total of a 1,000 points. Yeah. It was, that was really cool. But outside of just that in itself, like, I just didn't give a fuck.
1: Yeah. Um, there are Chivos, some...
0: Chivos. Hunting down
1: Chivos. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, there are some amusing achievements. You know, stuff that's just real... I, I like the pointless achievements where it's like, Oh, you stood still in a store for 24 hours. Like
0: oh, this stuff that yeah. you
1: really have to go out of your way to do for no fucking reason other than to get this achievement. Those yeah. I, I find amusing, but I didn't do them myself.
0: Well, fair enough.
1: Yep. Differently digited, differently digited. Does that mean you got some fucked up fingers? Ooh. Maybe some fucked up toes. Let us know. Have either of you watched Outlaw Star? If so, is it worth watching? I watched it as a kid, but don't remember much about it other than it was on Toonami, and I enjoyed it at the time. Are there any other anime that aired on Toonami back in the day that you'd still recommend, aside from Mobile Suit Gundam and Dragon Ball?
0: Outlaw Star was like the Walmart version of Cowboy Bebop. It kind of was. <laughs> it, except it had like more mysticism. Yeah, I mean, they were loosely—they were loosely the same thing. I mean, bounty hunters in space, trying to. Well, I guess Outlaw Cowboy Star Bebop had- didn't have like an
1: end goal, right? Outlaw Star had a more clear goal, and the it was—it was, yeah, and it was a little bit more serialized, whereas Cowboy Bebop is pretty episodic.
0: Yeah, I would say Outlaw Star is pretty pretty alright to watch. Yeah, it's don't don't expect it to blow your mind or anything. It's the same old shit, really. I mean, it was probably at the forefront of all the same old shit that you see. (laughs) But it's basically the same old shit. You've got a robot that's there for fan service. uh, Oh, yeah. And you've got, like, a kid genius. You've got a bounty hunter, a brash bounty hunter who makes, like, a lot of fucking weird mistakes. And then you've got a robot. Hold on. Is there a fucking robot in... Mm. uh,
1: I mean, there's the girl, uh, Melfina... But well, she's in, the fan service robot.
0: Yeah, but what what about in Cowboy Bebop? Oh no,
1: there's no robot. I mean, yeah, there's okay. there's the dog. Yeah, there's the Aine.
0: dog, abnormally smart dog. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, check it out. Check yeah, it out. I I
1: watched. I didn't finish it. Um, when I rewatched it somewhat recently, but it's a, also it's a short series, so it's not like you'd be really committing to a bunch. I think it's like 24 episodes max. It might even be 12.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty short. I'm pretty sure it's 26. Okay.
1: Well, either way, two seasons max.
0: Yeah. It was a it was actually a full run of the show. And as far as like other things on Toonami go, you can't really go wrong with a lot of the stuff that they put on Tsunami. I would say you're it's well, I guess I shouldn't say you can't go wrong, but it's like 50/50.
1: Yeah. It's, there were there were some that were like just too childish and some that were just too out there for me. Like blue sub six, for example, was just fucking boring. Which one was that? Uh, it, it took place on a submarine and it was like a,
0: Oh, blue submarine number six. Yeah. I don't recall.
1: It was like, they made a big deal of it when they aired it. Cause it was like the first time it was showing in the U S yeah. And I want to say it was an OVA series. It may have just been a single OVA, but they split it up. In either case, I watched parts of it and hated it because it didn't. Nothing fucking happened. So
0: I, I'm pretty sure I remember it. It's the weird show with the mutant that had like the dual layered voice, right?
1: I have no idea.
0: Yeah, fuck. I can't. <laughs> I yeah. don't
1: remember anything of it except for some of the ads, and that I hated it.
0: Okay. Well, Big O is worth watching for oh, yeah, sure. Big O is cool g gundam g gundam yeah maybe even blue gender
1: didn't watch that one
0: it was about giant bugs and robots
1: oh yeah i caught a bit of that didn't like it but yeah i
0: yeah (laughs) uh there's a the list is fucking gigantic yeah there's
1: a lot of stuff that aired most of it is fine Especially like I would say, most of the shonen that they aired is fine.
0: Yu Yu Hakusho definitely that's a must watch.
1: Yeah, that's that one I did watch rewatch in full recently. Definitely still holds up. So I definitely recommend that one. Um, Saint Seiya is still fine. That was on. Ronin Warriors. Yeah, Ronin Warriors. I mean,
0: Ronin Warriors and Saint Seiya are basically the same (laughs) show. Same shit.
1: (laughs) Um, yeah. Or Knights of the Zodiac for Saint Seiya. Oh,
0: hold on, that's supposed to be making a comeback, isn't it?
1: Yeah, they are making a new one, but I don't remember in what format. Yeah, I heard about that recently.
0: Oh, it was delayed until 2019.
1: Uh, oh well, but yeah, some of the some of the stuff that came kind of later, a little past our time. I think this was after they kind of moved things back from Adult Swim with like Wolf's Rain or Wish Hunter Robin. That shit sucks
0: witch hunter robin i don't remember that one
1: (laughs) uh it's because no one watched it Uh, (laughs) (laughs) i i only watched like half an episode and again hated it so it was about witches and i think robin the witch hunter was also technically a witch so it was like blade but bad (laughs) (laughs) okay so yeah that's about as much as i could say on that one i really didn't watch any of it but uh Yeah, stick with the shonen. I think you'll be all right. Putty one asks a controversial question. Would you rather be an incel or paralyzed? And to clarify. The level of paralysis is no leg movement at all. And you can't use your left thumb.
0: Did he clarify anything about being an incel? No. So it's not like I'm an incel and also a terrorist. Right. I'm just a guy who doesn't just, fuck.
1: Yeah, you you can't fuck. Okay. And, I, and, but I think by definition that means you're still trying to fuck.
0: But like can I just pay for par- prostitution? Or like is is part of being an incel not being willing to pay for prostitution? Yeah, you know, I'm not really sure. I There are too many questions too here. Too many questions. But I would go with incel for sure. Mainly because <laughs> I like using my legs for things.
1: I mean... If if it was okay, let's say you have to be full on red pilled. I hate women, weirdly <laughs> racist, <laughs> like all that shit. Yeah, I'll take paralysis over that because
0: fuck that. <laughs>
1: Look, sex is
0: nice, but it ain't, it ain't all that. <laughs> I mean, either way, you're not fucking. Yeah, I suppose because like it's the question is like whether or not you want to fuck and walk or not fucking walk or if you want to not fuck and sit and I, I know some paralyzed people that still fuck i mean you have to shoot your dick up with this thing and i mean you don't have feeling in your dick right i'm not sure i'm pretty sure you don't have feeling in your it dep-
1: dick i think it depends on the level of paralysis and i'm gonna for the sake of this this thought experiment that's t-h-o-t experiment Uh, For the sake of this thought experiment, let's say you still keep the feeling in your dick. You just can't move your legs. Or even if you're paralyzed knees down, like, you still can't walk like that. No. So.
0: I mean, I would still rather be an incel. As long as I'm not, like, a terrorist. (laughs) Okay. Like, if... if being an incel automatically makes me a terrorist, then that's not for me. <laughs> I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be screaming in the streets as my battle cry. One hundred percent of the women only go for ten percent of the men. <laughs> that's that's their version of a lock bar. God
1: damn it! God damn it! Oh,
0: as you re
1: your way into battle. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Uh, I, I would definitely rather be paralyzed than that shit yeah yeah man portuguese charlie asks is there any book in particular that changed any of you guys life for the better
0: i would say how to win friends and influence people did mainly because it's got a lot of lessons in there that i already knew and it it kind of Made me think more about like where I come up short in the eyes of this book mm. and like where I could better myself. Uh, not to say that it's helped a whole lot, but it just helped me kind of recognize where some of my weak spots are. I don't necessarily, I mean, I recommend the book, but like it's a book for people with like not a ton of life experience uh-huh. because it's. It teaches you things that you would learn along the way, but it's just reaffirmed by reading it in a book, really.
1: I mean, I know plenty of people who should know better due to their life experience, but don't because they're myopic.
0: Yeah. Like, so here here are a couple examples of lessons from the book. Like, one is uh don't complain.
1: Oh, man. Yeah.
0: And another is... um criticizing doesn't make people feel good. And like, it's, it's detrimental to your effort to criticize people. Like people won't like you if you criticize them. Yeah. And those are, I mean, they're pretty simple lessons and those are things that you would pick up. Like if you were working in an office or something, but it's nothing too crazy. Like you would have found that stuff out either way.
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like some people never quite understand necessarily like the consequences of their actions you know where they complain constantly and don't really get why people don't like them
0: well okay but their minds aren't going to be changed by a book i, I don't suppose think. like i don't think them listening to this book is going to be like wow
1: well, fuck i don't know because when you buy a book and you're re- you're taking the time to read the book that in a sense is like accepting the book as an authority of some sort and people are more likely to listen to an authority. And I don't know. It it, it could, but I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. As for me, there is no book that had any direct positive effect. But I will say that the analysis of Huck Finn gave me a much better understanding of not just where I stand as a colored person, but like how people perceive and like okay so basically there was a big debate in my school regarding nigger gym and the question was you know first off should we call him that and I said yeah you gotta sit with that discomfort you don't wanna say well that's too bad if you feel guilty about it good that's the way it was. You got to face your history. Uh, But then two was that, you know, they were trying to talk about, okay, who here in this book is righteous? Who in this book is a good character? And the only character that is any good person is Jim because he's just trying to do good the whole time. But he can't because he's a slave and people perceive him as being stupid and lesser and they don't trust him because he's black. And I could not get that through to certain people because, like, they, they weren't aware of their own biases. Like, they were basically playing into the book and saying, like, well, is, is Jim really that much better of a person? And I'm like, yeah, he's the only person that's doing anything good. And by you not recognizing it, you're playing out the plot to this book you're reaffirming what this is trying to say
0: well you can't really blame them for not getting the lesson because that's not how they view the life oh
1: yeah and i that was basically what i had to come to terms with myself which is why i say that helped my personal growth was that people don't intend to be racist a lot of times it just kind of happens and they don't understand their own biases like i didn't I didn't go to school with a whole lot of black people, especially not in the AP classes. Like it just didn't happen. So to see how people act and they don't perceive me as being black, I feel like they would have approached that conversation differently had they known that I was black. And so having a better view of that conversation, like I think um, it taught me a lot about race relations. Good.
0: Good. Yeah,
1: but 16-year-old Chet was uh, more woke than most people
0: anyway. Wow. Yeah. So that does it for questions from the subreddit. Reddit.com slash r slash Real Hours. Thanks, everybody, for writing in. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to this week's edition of Real Nerd Hours. I've been Denzel. I've been Chet. You can follow the show on Twitter at X Real Nerd Hours. You can follow me on Twitter at That Denzel. You can follow Chet on Twitter at
1: Bushido Brown SD.
0: Excellent. You can join us on the subreddit at reddit.com slash R slash Real Nerd Hours. And you can like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Real Nerd Hours Podcast and groups slash Real Nerd Hours Podcast. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash Real Nerd Hours. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next week. See you next Thursday. Yeah,
1: have